This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. Win, lose or draw, McDelivery will always help bring home the free points. And speaking of points, order now on the McDonald's app and you'll earn reward points through every delivery. Order today, rewards tomorrow. You in? Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee in terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Blues Focus podcast. Uh, we are here today to. Uh, speak about Tony Mowbray's first game in charge against Swansea. Uh, we have been joined by Luke from um, Swans Cast. Uh, Luke, do you want to just tell us where we can find you, and uh, we'll we'll go from there. But welcome. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Um, as I said, it's Swans Cast, so you can get us on uh, most social medias: Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Just type in Swans Cast, and then our content is usually on YouTube or any of the podcast platforms, Spotify, Apple, all the rest of them. So just type in Swans Cast, and we should pop up hopefully. Good, good stuff. Um, so we have just done the reverse version of this video uh, for yours. Um, so going through a few of the same things, but uh, for our fans. Uh, we'll be hearing a lot more from your side and what you are looking forward to in the, the game. Uh, so, first of all, if you could just give us a, a rundown as to how your season's been um, and what that's leading to to today uh, to Saturday's game. Yeah, so obviously we opened the season against each other and back then we both had different managers. So for us, it was Michael Duff's first game in charge. Um and his tenure as Swansea City manager didn't go off to the... It it, it didn't go as planned, uh, basically. He changed the style of football or, or tried changing it to something that was different from what we had under Russell Martin. That's the best way to describe it. And it's not really what was wanted, let's say, from the fan base as a whole. And it's fine if you maybe want to change something, but if it brings success, maybe people can get on board. Unfortunately, it didn't bring success. People couldn't really see the direction. They couldn't really see much improvement. The longer it went on, it looked like we may be getting worse rather than getting better. We had a brief spell where it picked up for a four-match winning streak in the middle, but then he kind of lost it again. Rumours of the players not really being happy with the, the play style as well. and It just didn't really feel right. There was a lot of stuff said in the press conference that turned eyeballs within the fan base. You know The way he played, downplayed a big game against Cardiff, a big derby match wrote that off as not really being that important, really didn't sit well, kind of made things harder for himself, put the pressure on himself more and just couldn't turn it round. He couldn't couldn't get anything going here, if you like. So 
he was uh, relieved of his duties early December and it took after a 30-day, I believe it was, 30-31 day managerial hunt, we've now landed with uh, Luke Williams, who used to be a sister manager at Swansea City under Russell Martin uh, with a vision of trying to go back to what you probably would associate with Swansea as passing football team, keep the ball, uh, star view of possession, that sort of style of play. Think of what Southampton are doing now, I guess, and perhaps be a worse version of that um, until we get up and running and have some time to you know, bed in the new manager's philosophy and see what he can bring that's different to, to that. But that's what we're going to be looking to do now. It's just difficult to tell you exactly what to expect because it's going to be his first game, as it is for yourselves uh, with your new manager. So. Yeah, and and uh, as we're, we're all aware, very, very similar stories uh, in, in relation to uh, Duff as your manager and Rooney as ours. Um, the football was completely different to what we were playing before and just stunned the players yeah. into uh, shock and football got worse and worse and worse. Exactly the same situation. And here we are both with uh, our manager's first uh, league games, uh, competitive league games. Um, new manager balfs for both clubs isn't possible, but it's, yeah. uh, it's going to be one of those things where we'll see uh, who comes out in the end. Um, have you got many of your players uh, from that previous play style where they were playing uh, under your previous manager before that is going to link up with the, the same way this guy plays now? There's, there's a few of them. There's quite a few. We didn't actually lose that, that many players in the summer, but there's a couple that went out of contract at the end of last season rather than sort of got sold. The likes of Ryan Mann and Joe Latabodia have you know made moves across the championship after their contracts ended. One or two loan spells that finished. Uh, Luke Cundell, I know he's just moved again now from Plymouth, got recalled. Uh, you know, there's a couple of them. Joel Perot, of course, was the big one that we lost in the summer. So they were all kind of key players in our system last season. But the core in many areas is also still there. So there's a couple of signings Russell Martin made to play in that system. Uh, you could argue he didn't always get the best out of players like Harry Darlin, who actually played quite well under Michael Duff so it'd be interesting to see him fit back into a style that he was kind of signed for. Um, Mac Rhymes has been our ever-present uh, player for years in a lot of different systems. Graham Porter, Steve Cooper, Russell Martin and he's always shown his best football where he's just responsible for keeping the ball, moving it around, getting us ticking. You know he sits back and sometimes people say he doesn't make the most progressive passes or he always passes sideways or backwards. But you know what? When you play in a style of football like this, that's such an important job. It looks like the boring job, and that's where you get the criticism, but it also is what makes the system work, what keeps us ticking, and I guess frustrates the opposition, and that's what he's brilliant at doing. Um, and there'll be some new players then that hopefully can kind of have a little bit of a more, a little bit of a bounce again under the new manager coming in, like Charlie Patino, who started the season well, fell out with the team in recent weeks, but I think it's got a point to prove. You know, there's, there's ever present rumours actually of Juventus circling round to sign in from Arsenal. That's a big name. Whether that you know whether they true and apparently there was scouts to watch him at the Morecambe game again. You don't know how true they are, but that link doesn't seem to be going away as well. The name has been linked for two three months now. Juventus are interested. We were all like, oh, is he going to get recalled in January for a move to go there? Because a big, I think Arsenal are asking for thirty million. So. Um, whether there's any merit there, but obviously for him, 
he needs to continue to perform at a high level. So it's important that he can fit into this new style and offer and a really good uh, product as well. So do, do you think on that basis that even though it is going to be a change going back from your uh, back four back to a back five, you you, you believe, yeah. um, to if there is some of those fundamental players that were there before, it shouldn't be too much of a task. It's just rejogging the memories for, for them. And yeah, it, it shouldn't be too difficult. It's, it's a hard one to explain because as much as most of Russell Martin's time here was played with a back five, Michael Duff couldn't get him ticking the way he wanted in that system, which is why we've ended up switching to a back four. Now, for Michael, for when Michael Duff's been here, I would say we have some injuries now, so I'm not sure how true this will be come, come the weekend. But 50-50 would be the split of players that were here before and players that have been brought in this summer. So we actually made 13 sign-ins this summer, so there's quite a bit of activity as much as we didn't necessarily sell a bunch of players with the ones that went out of contract, the loans that ended and the one or two that we did sell. Oliver Cham is one I didn't mention that actually dropped a bombshell on the eve of the game against yourselves. He was selected to start that game and in the morning of that match against you told the manager he wants to, he's, he's going to Turkey basically. So yeah. that was kind of like uh, unexpected. Um, so between himself, Peru and Manning, we lost our three top goal scorers. Manning was a biggest assister, so in terms of the goal contributions, it was a massive loss. Um, so going to a five, maybe it'll be work better because they're going to be focused on keeping the ball a bit more. And as I said, there's, there's a lot of players that are there that will be used to doing that and remember the days under Russell Martin. I thought one of the issues Duff had was converting the players that were here already to the new style. The players that came in, for me, were performing better at the start of the season than the players that were here before. So it looked to me like they were struggling to not play a Russell Martin, pass the ball, keep the ball style. The likes of Mac Rhymes wasn't showing his best football. And the players that came in adapted quicker to the new manager. But you had kind of two groups of players playing two kind of different yeah. wavelengths. And that's what was causing us issues. So I guess you could have the flip side where the new players struggle because they weren't here before. And the players that were here before will fit back in seamlessly, I would imagine. That's a bit of a tricky situation yeah. um, in terms of a almost a split team in one team. Yeah. Um, in in that sense, with obviously the the new players and the old players and potentially working together, who is it you think that will cause uh, Birmingham the the most amount of problems, um, and who should we be? <clears throat> I already mentioned Mac Grimes, so I won't speak too much about him, but he's going to be where Swansea are. Like he will be the game plan. He will move the ball around and he will spread it because that's how we're going to start to play now. We'll go one way, nothing there. We'll go back the other way, nothing there and so on and so forth. I'm sure you saw it last season. Um, but in terms of doing damage further up the pitch, it's probably the area that we have the newer players rather than the ones that have been in the system before. And I know you mentioned Jerry Yates on our, our version of this uh, video. He is going to be a player looking for a point to prove. Uh, he kind of got signed, obviously Joe Pro left, he's now become the main striker, started the season, did score a couple of goals, stopped scoring for quite a while and then eventually fell out of the team and has found himself in and out of the team for the last month or so, whereas early season he was starting week in, week out. So he's going to want to, I think, make a statement to the new manager to show that he can be the man to lead the line to get the goals. So he definitely will be one to watch out for and, and I just mentioned him as well, Charlie Patino, I think, 
most of our fans think he's our best midfielder and you know such a good player and he is he's an amazing player okay uh he's just got some stuff to work on which you'd expect yeah a youth product from a Premier League club coming to the championship that's why they're here you know but having said that if we can get the best out of him like he kind of showed at Blackpool last season and he linked up with Yates at Blackpool last season as well it could definitely be a good partnership that can excel if the manager can get that working again and I hit one of his best traits is kind of um disguised through balls and Jerry yeah. Yates one of his best traits is kind of running on to that sort of ball as well so if they can try and implement uh, those things they could both be quite dangerous I think under the new management so that is where our defense which has been quite leaky conceding uh, 12 goals in the last five games um that they need to be on their f- top form for through balls that's fundamentally we've got a, quite a slow uh, central central pairing uh, so anything like that could be a real danger uh, for you guys going forward um talking about leaky defenses it's the return of christian pedersen uh he was ever present in our team um and good a lot of the time uh but very easy to exploit with fast and tricky players um on, on your version we said that he may not make it into the team we'll be keeping our fingers crossed that Siriki Dembele does get to have a few runs at him because um that could be something worth going at for yeah. Birmingham um is there any weaknesses that you know of that uh you think from an outside perspective that you would your team will attack for Birmingham I know it's it's a bit of a difficult one coming in new manager we don't really know the styles of play but uh is there anything that you guys uh, have been aware of or made aware of that that could be something um weaknesses that we think we can exploit from birmingham yeah yeah um it's quite difficult isn't it because i mean I, i'd imagine at the wayne rooney you just kind of as you said earlier on i feel like it was just a team that you expect to score against while you while you kind of um, had him as manager and no disrespect to the players because he started the season so well we were a bit gutted obviously when we saw that he went before this game we were, yeah. you know, afterwards we would have been like well yeah obviously but but you never won it when it's the one before you play in play in that team that maybe is in a bit of a free fall so I feel like the squad that you have should be able to stop that free fall uh, I, you know that's why they were doing so well earlier in the season and Tony Mowbray I believe is a not not necessarily going to be as easy to score against as a manager and how he's going to set the team up as what we would have had beforehand. And when we had this style of play brought in before with Russell Martin, scoring goals was one of the things that took a little bit of time to come for us. You know, he was more yeah. focused on keeping the ball first. And for us this season, our biggest issue is defence of self. So that needs to be the biggest correction. However, where Luke Williams differs from Russell Martin has been scoring goals, so his success at Notts County was to be the highest scorers in the English system last season. They scored over 100 goals, uh, one more than Wrexham, who have had the fanfare of the Netflix or, well, Disney. 
And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Picture the scene. All of your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Uh, series and all the rest of it, I'm sure there was a lot made of their fight against Notts County. Um, so I'm not 100% sure how that will differ from what we had under Russell Martin. But I would imagine we will look to just kind of pass pass you off the park and tire you out make you make mistakes and then again behind that way um that's kind of how the system really works we don't have an abundance of pace to exploit what you said in being slow uh, defenders there so i'd imagine it will be just kind of like even if it's tired mentally from all the defending yeah. from because that's what they want to do is, is suffocate you by having all the ball and and then get in because eventually you'll get in you know if you've got 80 percent of the ball the chances are there will be an opportunity so and, and luke williams has shown so far that he's he can up that in terms of um, chance creation and opportunities and scoring goals. So we're quite excited to see that evolution of what we had for the last two seasons. I hope we see the first uh, impact of it, I guess, this weekend. That that starviness of possession is an interesting one for Birmingham because under John Eustace, uh, that's how we were used to playing. Uh, averaged, I think it was 32% possession most games. Um, so... We were used to sitting back and then counter uh, attacking, and yeah. we were getting quite used to playing that way. And the players really fit in that formation. Rooney wanted to step on um, onto the front foot. Uh, he did pretty drastic changes and left the back. Uh, we had one of the best uh, defenses in the league uh, under John Eustace. Rooney changed to this front foot, and then, like I said, we just leaked goals the same goal pretty much if you watch them over um and then conceding um 12 goals and only scoring six in the last five um two to one the wrong way unfortunately for, for Rooney and um but this is the interesting part where do where does Mowbray come in for for our, our side of things and how does that um how does that work does he go for solidity or does he go for attacking and that that's um that's what we're yet to find out with both new manager bounce. We don't really know. It's, it's, it's going to be nil-nil now, isn't it? It's going to be nil-nil. Um, it'll be a boring midfield yeah. um, battle. I mean, your midfield has been praised at several points um, throughout the 
throughout the season um, as to really controlling games. So it'd be quite an interesting battle in there with uh, people like Bielik and Sonic and, and James who are not scared to put in a tackle, but also just seem to be everywhere all of the time. Um, it'd be interesting to see um, how that battle uh, commences. Yeah. Um, set piece wise, what have you? What have been your pros and cons defending or attacking, and, and how has that worked for you? Do you think that could fare as a deciding factor? So, this season has not been so bad defending. It's been an issue for Swansea historically, uh, for the style of play that we're known for, the passing football. It, it seems when you play this style, it just comes with being quite leaky from set pieces. Whether that's because the the build of player you go for technical, maybe a bit shorter, and that has an impact on then defending those areas. I'm not not sure, but this season hasn't been so bad. But when we have played this style before, it has been an Achilles heel. So, first match in the new manager and the way he wants to play, I would imagine maybe it will be okay in terms of us defending. Uh, but over time, I, I would expect to see us leak a few more goals from set plays, I'll be honest, just from what I, I've seen historically from this style of football. The other end of the pitch, uh, two things to mention, really. What we've seen this season, Harry Darling is a massive threat from a corner, from a free kick. Uh, but he's only, I think, scored one goal from set He should have scored more. He's he's had a few on target. He's had a few just off or hitting the bar or the post keeper saving them because he's hit it straight at the keeper but he's been a threat and winning a lot of headers and we actually went away to West Brom and he could have scored a hat-trick of headers from set pieces in the second half we were 3-0 down yeah. we, ended up, we ended up losing 3-2 in that game and he probably should have got us over the line really in terms of the opportunities he had Charlie Patino's delivery was spot on that day and Harry Dallin was winning everything in the West Brom box in that game so Massive threat for us it has been. And at the time, and one of the things I mentioned about the media comments that Duff was making, he was bigging up how we should make more opportunities from set pieces. And I guess we were seeing a lot of a lot more of that than what we used to see in. Because again, the style of play is not an area we focus on trying to score from. And you're going to probably see that now with this change to the new style. And Luke Williams, there's a video if you want to go and search it up of him talking about Notts County and how they take short corners okay so every single corner is a short corner um and he was questioned on why they take so many short corners uh basically in the press conference and i think it's a two three minute video of him explaining how yeah we do take short corners but you also score the most from the corners in the english system yeah. and he goes into detail to say like you'll say to me we don't score from corners because we don't put it in the box and then it's headed away and you're then classing that as like a corner's finished. Yeah. Whereas the way I see it is we play a corner and we play it out, we play around the box and it might go through a couple of phases and end up in a goal. So until that ball has gone out of play again, that is a goal from a corner and, and what he's trying to say. And they've created a lot and scored a lot of opportunities that way from a corner. So not conventionally into the box from a set play. Um, I think even free kicks from quite far out of the box, they will probably take short or start to do that. So maybe it's not an area to be concerned at defence in, in the initial stage of defence. But again, it's how you manipulate where the players are set up defensively and then you're going to play it short. So they have to then come back out of that position. And what sort of gaps and space does that leave for runs and stuff to get in behind? So we'll attack, I guess, set plays a different way from most teams now. And that's something to watch out for. We we uh, actually had quite good um, 
traction from that last year. We it annoys fans a lot of the time. You've got the ball up there, put it in there because sometimes you lose yeah. it. But, uh, between Tahith Chong and uh, Hannibal Mebry last year, they did so many short corners that ended up eventually getting into a goal. Depends on how you get in there. But um, I watched uh, Ashley Cole is one of our uh, coaches now, and uh, I watched a video of him talking about throw-ins. Um, yeah. That he would a hundred times out of a hundred throw the ball backwards. Uh, and keep 100% of possession rather than launch it forward and having a 40% chance of winning it. And if you do win it, it's often a knockdown and giving possession straight back. Um, and he said more teams just need to throw the ball backwards. You can pass it across sideways and thing. Or you can pass yeah, it how many forward. opportunities come to rally from a yeah. throw-in up the field, really? Yeah, and, and Birmingham for a long time did. Mark Roberts used to just throw it in the box from halfway. Uh, like Rory Dillap style, and we lot. We I think we scored one goal in probably five years of trying it. Um, and then uh, Ashley Coles come in and said that, and they're playing a lot more close internet football uh, in the in the training videos and stuff that we're seeing. So uh, that could be a deciding factor with set pieces. Um, interesting to know that maybe on the defensive side you got slightly smaller guys. Because uh, we've got the king of the head, Lukas Djukovic, um, yeah. club level, uh, that just won't score anything with his feet. But if you put a ball in anywhere there in the box, he's getting his head on it. It usually ends up in the net. So I mentioned the last time I went to Birmingham away, we I think it was a nil-nil game, and Djukovic missed a one-on-one. I have no idea how he missed it, so I can. Was it I with his feet? That. Yeah, that's why he missed it. Yeah, if he if he could scoop down and just head it in. He'd, he'd be phenomenal. <laughs> but he also wouldn't be at Birmingham City. Um, in terms of um, your fans and how you're all perceiving the game and what you think you're going to get from this, how are you guys feeling? Obviously, you've got the, the new manager coming in, so there'll be a bit of excitement. But tell us, what, what are your thoughts coming in to play Birmingham City? Um, well, as you mentioned earlier on, we've sold out our allocation to come up and... The attendances at home games have been declining all season. So the new manager coming in, bringing a style everyone is gutted went with Russell Martin and we're expecting to see come back. There is excitement there, you know, that's what, especially the younger fan base, the ones that are more vocal on social media, you know. I know there's there's some that aren't so vocal that are a bit like unsure. There is some of that. But in terms of the ones that are making the noise, and the internet's a big thing these days, isn't it? It has a bit of a pull and it has... You get an impression there, and definitely there's excitement for what Luke Williams can bring. It, a lot of fans see it as getting back on track. We kind of feel that they feel like we lost our identity, and he's going to bring it back. And this blip of half a season, if you like, is is like right, it's done now. Go back to our roots, and this is what Swansea is. This is a Swansea way of coming back, and there's a lot of excitement for that. So I think the way following backs that up so in terms of what they expect out of this game I think they just want to see progress going back to what they consider our identity is as a club I don't really think they'll be bothered about the result as long as they see that's coming back because they know it will take time to get that right a lot of people think the season's kind of already a bit of a write-off mm-hmm. and I think a lot of fans will be happily accept winning a game, losing a game, winning a game, losing a game, up to the end of the season, staying mid-table, 
if it means next season we can start on the front foot with a style of play that's quite solid and they know exactly what they're doing and you know what I mean it's kind of in and embedded in the team that's a bit of a crazy thought really being you're only actually eight points off playoffs I, I don't necessarily share that view personally because yeah. you'll find a lot of them being like, oh, we're in a relegation battle or we have been in a relegation battle. And I, and I made the argument on our last podcast saying, if you're going to say the Swans you're in a relegation battle, you also have to say we're in a playoff battle because we're yeah, closer to the playoffs than we are to relegation. Yeah. But yeah. They, they don't, because they see yeah. us in like the lower half, even though there's the points isn't, yeah. you know, they, they just... It's because they didn't like what they were seeing for a few months and that's the feeling of how it's felt, you know. The points, we're only three points worse off than we were this point last season and we ended up finishing three points off the playoffs. We actually tweeted that out and it wasn't very well received by fans of the manager who was here last season, let's just yeah. say that. But that's the fact, isn't it? You know, it seems all doom and gloom, but we are only three points worse off. So, yeah, I don't think it's as bad as what has been made out but that's what the feeling is anyway there's a lot of excitement that we're going to put this bad run behind us and return back to our roots and our identity is going to come back and stuff like that so we'll we'll get round to uh, wrapping this up now uh, one final question uh, basing it off your predictions now what would you say the score is going to be um, do you know what I think I could quite easily see like a two all coming out of this game I think the players from both teams will have a lot to prove, so I feel like you might see some goals from there. And I think if both teams are going through a bit of a shift of style of play, it could quite easily be some defensive errors or mistakes or opportunities because of it's learning, isn't it? Learning new style of play for both teams. Um, so two all, I'm going to go for as a prediction. Okay, that's. Uh, well, I think we'll both teams will be happy with uh, a score draw, especially. Yeah, I know I you're think it's... down right, so. Yeah, I think, it, I mean, a drawaway is always good, whoever it is. And I think when you're both going into a new new era, you can never argue at a first game being a draw because it's something you can build from. Yeah, it's um, uh, like you got the new manager bounce that everybody wants, but you just yeah. don't want to lose as well. Yeah, um, yeah. A unique situation to be in the middle of the season and both of us have their, yeah. their manager's first game. So, yeah. Um, that that's uh, a two-two draw. I think would be a, a happy result both sides. Yeah, um, I take that. And uh, that's it. We'll we'll start uh, wrapping down now. So can you just give us one last uh, go over as to where we can find you uh, on your channel? Yeah, all of the main social medias. Most active on Twitter. Just type in Swanscast. And if you want to watch our videos and content, uh, YouTube and Spotify and the rest of the podcast platforms. Same thing. Type in Swanscast. I'm sure we'll come up then. Okay, and uh, lastly, Luke, thank you for coming on. Um, and thank you for everybody for watching. If you're still here, uh, thank you for watching us. Don't forget, we are on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, uh, and Twitch, all on at Blues Focus. Uh, thank you for watching and keep right on. Thank you very much for having me. days are great but there's nothing quite like playing at home the same goes for mcdonald's maximize your home ground advantage with mcdelivery 
Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver-assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.